Welcome to Precure Podcast Engage, the podcast where we try to watch the entire Precure franchise. I am Charlie, your fairy partner, Chiefo. And I'm Protector of the Light, Cure Cassidy. And today we are watching episode 48 of Fatariwa, The Great. Wait, I messed it up. The Greatest Final Battle, Precure's Last Day. Also known as Evil vs. Evil. I guess the part of this episode was the Evo Trio is fused for fighting the Jakku King. Mm-hmm. It's definitely more evil versus evil than it is the greatest final battle. Yeah, this is not. Yeah, the greatest final battle is not this episode. It's going to be next week's episode, uh, the final, the very final episode. Mm-hmm. It's got a long title. Also, I should mention that the Crunchyroll's uh, title. The Petticure's Last Day has two explanation points instead of just one. So you gotta say it really mm. passionately. The Petticure's Last Day. This is also true of the Wikipedia entry for the title. Yes. Because mine also has the, t- the two exclamation points. It's a very, I wouldn't say exciting thing, because you don't want the Petticure's to have a last day. Because that means they got defeated. Um, so I do want to suggest a name for the, the fusion of the trio. Yes. Uh, because in my notes, I have referred to them as the trio men. <laughs> uh, that's a lot better than what I've been referring to them in my notes, which is a giant man. <laughs> mm. You said the trio men? Yeah. Uh, like, uh, it's all one word. Or, whoop, that's the wrong, uh, uh Vowel. Ah, yes, the Chio Man. We start this episode off, uh, basically with a recap of what happened last time, like how everything went bad. The- it wasn't even necessarily a recap. I figured it. Was, it looked to me more like it was like, all right, we're gonna show the fused trio. Cut to over where the dark dude is. Cut to where Curios flying them away, and then intro. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit of a recap. At least it shows, like, the more important stuff that the Evo Chiro is fused in the fight of the Jack King, and Kyria saved the Pretty Cures. Um, it, it, it's not like a traditional Pretty Cure recap, as yeah. done by Nagisa. Do you think we'll get a recap by Nagisa for our final episode? No. Or do you th- no? No. You don't think Nagisa is just going to be standing there looking up at the Jackal King like, so last time we had to do all this other stuff. <laughs> no. Probably not. Uh, nope. But that's okay. Once we get away from the opening, the Jackal King is squaring off with the uh, Chiyo Man. The Jackal King is pretty confident that he's still going to be able to beat up the Chiyo Man, even though they currently have the power of creation inside of them. They're like, hey, we're not what we used to be. What can you do with your decaying body? We have this uh, very weird scene of... What's well, not weird, but... Like, they, like, get bigger. But, like, the way it's, like, cut is, like, half the body gets bigger and then the other half gets bigger and then it go- does it, like, again. 
Yeah, you're skipping over uh, my favorite things that happen here at the beginning, which are that the trio men do a big punch on what appears to be nothing. <laughs> um, and and then the dark dude moves uh, moves his arm in a big old CGI way. Yes. So meanwhile, the pretty cures are hiding in a crevasse. It kind of looks like the crevasse they were in when they first appeared here in the Jusuku mm-hmm. zone. So maybe Kyria just took them back, but Kyria's here now. Yeah. Ever since his death, he's been wandering the lanes in between. Yes. Thinking about where he belongs and what he is. <laughs> yes. I wrote down that Kyria is just Riku from Kingdom Hearts, wandering the realms between light and dark. Uh, but Riku isn't wandering, he's steadfastly walking the path to dawn. <laughs> I guess that's right. I guess Riku is making a conscious choice to walk the path of dawn instead of Kyria, who's like, yeah, I'm just kind of in between light and dark. Mm-hmm. What was your... You said you had a note. We'll get to it. It's way, way in the distance. Ah, okay. Yes, but uh, he has been wandering these lanes, uh, and he has learned through his wandering that the threshold of light and darkness, like, in between, like, there's, like, it's, like, what? I, what was that later on he mentioned? No. Wait. Ah, okay. Sorry. I couldn't find it in my notes. I can't read. It turns out. All this time I've been lying about reading my notes, I'm actually just staring at my screen. Uh, I was gonna make a joke, but I couldn't figure out where to take the joke, so I'm gonna stop it here and just keep coming. That's fine. Uh, so he says there is a warp opening between the light and dark, and that soon the world will be wrapped in darkness. Like, no matter who wins this fight, the darkness is just gonna swallow everything. There's no hope. Mm-hmm. But the cures won't give up and ask to be taken back to the fight. Yeah. We're the only ones who can carve out our destinies. Yes. They're here for the power of creation and by God, they're gonna get it. They're not gonna give up. So Kyria does take them back. But first we see some more fighting between the Jakku King and the Chiyo Man. Where the Chiyo Man is trying to like kick the Jakku King, but like is stopped. And then does a sick backflip. Well, I guess it's not a flip. It's like a... What's the word I'm looking for? What's the word for when, when you, like, curve into a ball and you, like, roll forward? Um, a dodge roll. <laughs> <laughs> like a tumble forward, but, like, he's going backwards. Mm. Uh, I just... So, so I'm watching this. So, hold on a sec. I'll get to this. I didn't notice the first time watching this episode. So he's trying to attack the Jacko King. It's not going well. It seems like the barrier between the Jakku King and the Chiyo Man is, like, broken, and they're about to go attack the Jakku King again, but then the Pretty Curious show up and they're like, hey, we're here again. <laughs> Stop the fight. Come fight us instead, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so the, the Trio Man does so. Yeah. The thing I just saw is that when the Trio Man goes to fight them, they get smaller again? Why not just stay big? To fight the pretty cures. Because then you move slightly slower. Mmm. Okay. It's like an Ant-Man. Ah, I see. I was gonna say, you could just stay big and then, like, crush them. They're very tiny. They're just middle school girls. But it would slow you down. But even in their school uniforms, they're both amazingly tough. 
They are amazingly tough. They do, at first, they seem to be doing a pretty good job of, uh... Yeah, they, they both get opening attacks in on it, on the trio men. Uh, yeah. But then the trio men does a cool breakdance move and knocks them both <laughs> yes. down. <laughs> yes. Seeing this break, uh dance move also makes me uncomfortable with how, like, little defined the muscles on this trio men's body are. Yeah? Yeah. It's just, you get a nice, like, defined uh, shot of the trio men's butt, and it's weird. Mm-hmm. The trio men's got the V, but also nothing else down there. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Uh, which is for the best. Mm-hmm. Um... So then the Cures decide to use the marble screw attack, and even because even if it doesn't work, it's all they have. Yes. So they do it, but it, they do, like, the animation stuff slower and with more of a death march than the normal song that plays when they do the move. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're doing the best. They do their best, but the Trioman still blocks it with a barrier of rainbow. Yes, because since the power of creations inside the Trioman... They can now also use rainbow power. Mm-hmm. We then cut, after we see a short scene of Kyria being like, yeah, this is not going to work. It's pointless to try and fight back. Uh, we see pollen and wisdom in the field of rainbow back on mm-hmm. Earth. Pollen can tell what's happening there because of his weird uh, mind powers. Yes. Um, and is freaking out about not being able to do it. So yeah. he try he tries to do a, a Fitbit fire, and it does like work. Yeah. So he, he can still fire a Fitbit without the power of creation. It's just he doesn't have enough power to send it that far and across dimensions. Yes. He's very upset about this. He really wants to help pretty cares. This poor baby. Mm-hmm. Um and then Senior calls the Poland phone. Yes. And tells them, like, oh, yeah, so the queen is definitely just going to, like, be destroyed trying to fight the darkness here. You need to use your power, along with wisdom, to help the pretty cures. Yes. Remember Remember who you are. are. (laughs) Sorry, hold on. Remember who you are. (laughs) You are Poland, the Prince of Light. Simba. Poland. Uh, yes, he is. He is the Prince of Light who will guide them to the future. Yes, and then there's a there's a short scene of Kyria starting to walk, and then yes. that's it. Yes, and we go back to Poland and Wisdom, <laughs> who strike pretty cure poses. Yes, because uh, Poland runs up to where Wisdom is on the uh, table and is like, and he starts like pointing his arm out. And he's like, "Okay, do what I do." Wisdom's like, "Hmm." He's like, "Do what I do. Just do what I'm saying." <laughs> It's very cute. I love Poland so much. Uh-huh. I am Poland, the Prince of Light, who will guide us to the future. I forgot to write down what they say. Okay, hold on. Let me send it to you. Because <laughs> I'm actually very bad at my job. This is not a job. Is this a job? We don't get paid for it, so no. No, it's not a job. We could, if you want to pay us, though. I was going to go back and write it down, but then I did not. I have sent it to you. Ah. Do you want to try it again, or should I just... Oh, let's let's do it again, from the top. Wait, actually, hold on. Which one do you want to be? Uh, I'll be Wisdom, since that's the one you sent me. <laughs> okay, I mean, I could just send you the Poland one, but alright. Uh, I am Poland, the Prince of Light, who will guide us to the future. I am Wisdom, the Keeper who will protect the power of creation. Deliver, Deliver our, our power. power. 
Except the power of light, Popo. And then Quizzum's like, oh, why should I say Popo? Uh, and then their hands glow and they shoot a golden beam into the dark, a darkness rift in the sky while they both go popo, 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 the Fitbits come in through the rift in the darkness, and the Trioman almost intercepts them. But then Curia jumps up and hits the Trioman with a solar flare. <laughs> he does blast light at them. Yeah, it's the solar flare of Dragon Ball. <laughs> I haven't seen enough. I haven't seen Dragon Ball forever to. It's not quite a solar flare. Solar flare is just like a mover. They just. Um, they strike this pose. I'm sending you an image. Uh, and yell, SOLAR FLARE! And ah. th- then they explode in light, blinding their opponent. Amazing. I can definitely, this picture that you've showed me, definitely looks like someone screaming solar, solar flare. Yeah, the one I sent you was of TN, but the one I was having pictured in my mind would would have been, uh, Krillin. Mm. I haven't seen Dragon Ball in, like... Since I was a kid. Well, Krillin's the short one who's bald. Well, I don't remember that much. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch it, like, I think it was on Toonami after mm-hmm. school. At least after school for me. So, like, me and my sis- my older sister, we would do our homework in front of the TV while watching Toonami. And so we wouldn't, li- we wouldn't really get our homework done because we were watching Toonami. Hmm. <laughs> It's fine. Most of my knowledge of Dragon Ball has been um, absorbed via osmosis and playing some of the videos game. Did uh, you go to see the Brawly? Yeah, I, I went. I went to go see the Broly movie. Broly, Brawly, Ow! The um, Ow is not in reference to Broly or Brawly. I hit myself in the eye by accident. Mm, that's not good. No. Like I've seen. Um, I've seen basically. Uh, I think I've seen all of the movies since, uh, since, uh, Gods of Destruction. But I haven't watched really any of Dragon Ball Super, so I've only been catching up with the movies. <laughs> I, I guess I just stopped watching it once I stopped watching it on Toonami. And, like, I hear people talk about it, but I'm like, oh, I'm not really interested in watching Dragon Ball anymore. So most of what I know about current Dragon Ball stuff is through other people talking about Dragon Ball. I like uh, I like the story of Xenoverse because this is like a lot of dumb. Okay, you're playing as a time cop essentially, but not necessarily Ooh. a cop. You're just going in there to making sure that other people don't mess with time. Okay. Um, it usually involves just teaming up with whoever's there at the time and doing a big fight about it. That, um, that sounds like Dragon Ball. <laughs> Uh, but I, there is a mission in in Xenoverse 2 where basically Yamcha becomes stronger than every other character in the world. Huh. <laughs> and thus you have to go stop him. Interesting. Interesting. I love Yamcha. Yeah, I was going to say I can see why you like that because you're a big fan of Yamcha. Well, also, so in Xenoverse 2, you get to pick a character that trains you. Um, and like you can change it all the time so that way you can learn all the new moves um, but 
whichever one you have set as your trainer at the time, uh, like when you get the the end result screen and like it grades you on like an A or whatever, uh, that character will say like a fun clip. And Yamchas are all very supportive. Aw, that's good. I'm glad Yamcha is out here supporting you. The general you, not just you, Cassidy. No, just me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we talked about Dragon Ball a lot for people who don't watch Dragon Ball. Yeah, we did. Um, anyway, so the curious get the flip bit, flip bits, fit bits, <laughs> the fit bits, the flip bits, allows them to do flips. Uh huh. And Kyrie gets slapped the fuck out of the sky. <laughs> he just gets slapped the fuck out of the sky. Uh, it's okay though, you know. Yeah, it's this is normal. Where was I in my notes? So they get the Fitbits, and they are able to use Rainbow Storm. Well, first they start fighting. Mm-hmm, and the good music starts up. Yeah. They kick this giant trio man's butt. And then it's time for Rainbow Storm. And at first, trio man's like, hey, it's still not going to work. I have the power of creation inside of me. But through the power of holding hands tighter and tighter, <laughs> they're able to... Because uh, like, he has like this, the rainbow shield again. But it ends up overwhelming him and like lights coming out of him. Mm-hmm. All of these particles come out and start yeah. pouring into the dark dude. Yep. Jakku King. Because all this time while the pretty kids are fighting the true man, Jakku King's just kind of like standing there, just watching. I, I guess he can't really do much, but I, I assume he's just waiting for the pretty kids to kick the true man's butt so he can do what he's about to do, which is absorb the true man. Hmm. Uh, just waiting for that chance. And yeah, uh, so they feed the trio man, but it's not good because the Jakku King now has the power of creation inside of him. Also, I was going to bring this up near the start of the episode, but there's a lot more chains uh, in this. Like, because like, when we usually see the Jakku King, there's like two or three chains, but like, there's like a ton of chains, actually. In fact, they're just all up in the sky. <laughs> it's not important. It was just something I noticed. Mm-hmm. But yes, the Jack Two King now has the power of creation inside of him. I have finally attained eternal life. Everything will now be controlled by darkness. Yep. Uh, the pity cures aren't sure what to do, but they're like, hey, we still gotta stop him. You know, we, we can't, like, just leave. So they try and do Rainbow Storm again. The Jack Two King is just like, Glass and lights at them. Not light. Why did I say light? He's blasting darkness at them. The complete opposite of light. Kingdom Hearts is light. <laughs> uh, he starts blasting darkness at them so they can't really, like, reach to hold hands. And by time they do manage to hold hands, the, uh, there's, like, this big ball of darkness that's about to, like, obliterate them. Mm hmm. But then there's another uh, rip in space-time that happens directly on top of them, so they get launched back to the Field of Rainbows. Yeah. They're all... Well, they would be safe, maybe for a while, but once they're there, and Wisdom and Poland appearing like, Hey, you're back. There's a giant rip in the sky. And the world starts to shake. Yeah. And the Jakku King just appears through the rip. 
And he's here to murder them. Because he's like, hey, you're the only thing really standing in my way of having, like, eternal life and just being the king of darkness. And just destroying everything. It's you. If it wasn't for you, all this would have been a lot easier. So now I'm here to make sure that you're gone for good. So the Jakku King is now in the Field of Rainbow. Mm-hmm. And that that's where it is. Yep. And next that's week... That's where the episode ends. And that's where we are. Next week, they're going to be fighting the Jakku King. Uh, for good this time. Unless he shows mm-hmm. up in Max Heart. I don't know who the big bad of Max Heart is. I don't know if it'll be the Jakku King again. Um... Huh. Let's see. Maybe it's. Maybe it is. Um, it's Kyria. Yeah. No. Uh, maybe it's Poland, but it's like a split thing where Poland is helping them, but also doesn't know that he's secretly the bad guy. Oh no! The poor baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a it's like a KO TKO situation. Ah, I understand. And then eventually they will learn to work together and become perfect Poland. Mm-hmm. King Poland. Hmm. Regardless if the Jackal King's gone for good, good, they do have to fight him because he is now on Earth and ready to destroy everything. And I guess we'll figure out how they defeat the Jackal King once and for all. I'm going to guess that they fire a big laser. You know what? I also think they're going to fire a big laser. They're going to summon up all their power of friendship and light, and they're going to kick the Jakku King's ass. Mm-hmm. I feel like Poland's probably be instrumental to the defeat. I can just feel that in my gut. Like, maybe he'll use his prince powers to help bolster them. Maybe. I guess we'll find out, but not today. Nope. That is a next time problem. Yes. This is also a pretty short episode. I think next week it'll probably be a bit longer because it'll be our final episode. And even if we don't just talk about the, uh, even if we don't go too long talking about the episode, I do want to talk about the show next week. Mm-hmm. Because, like, it's the final episode of Futari Wa and it's very big. Yeah. I mean, if you want to extend this episode a little bit, I can, I can make some stuff happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like this. Hold on. And then... You send me something? Yeah. <laughs> uh, folks at home, I have, uh, just sent Charlie a Heathcliff comic, uh, featuring a flying toaster with bat wings, a robot wearing a cool cape and having fangs, and it just says robot vampires. That's amazing. vampires i also like that the uh the night sky is like like the sky is blue but there's like a smaller portion of the sky that's black with a moon Mm-hmm. this is how they do night in heathcliff ah interesting this is a new garbage ape this is not a garbage ape i've seen before <gasps> it is garbage apenstein oh these cats are loving it they're like cheering for garbage ape it's uh, Heathcliff's, a lot of Heathcliff jokes are someone has an idea for like a joke or a pun, so they just draw that and put Heathcliff in the corner or something. <laughs> they're very, they're, they're very good in a way that's like, I can't explain why this is funny to me, but it is. Heathcliff is good. Mm-hmm. Surprise, everyone, we're actually also comics. 
podcast, but only about very specific comics like Heathcliff and Kathy. Oh, I got more topical humor for you. Ah, uh, yes, please. Uh, so this one is a, a Halloween-style comic. Um, it has Ooh. a bunch of pumpkins, but they all have, uh, you know, masks on. <laughs> you know, like the ones that we're all wearing when we go out of our houses. Uh, and, and the caption just says, less carving this year. <laughs> this man is so tall, he's like... Taller than his door. Maybe just about. Mm-hmm. How does he... <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> I want you to describe this one. Alright. <laughs> Alright, uh... Oh, I get the joke. Okay, so this, uh, the old man that I said it was very tall is sitting, like, about to be, like, painted, uh, and Heathcliff is doing the painting, but Heathcliff has, uh, painted Spider-Man onto this easel, mm-hmm. uh, because right above where this old man is, is a spider coming, like, down, like, on top of him, uh, it says, be sure to get my good side. <laughs> Oh, see, I didn't even notice the spider coming down. I thought it was just Heathcliff just painting Spider-Man. <laughs> no. See, I didn't notice the spider either until I looked up. And I'm like, oh, it's a joke about how he's going to be bitten by a spider. <laughs> Could you imagine like ta- asking someone to paint you and then you look at the painting and it's like a picture of Spider-Man instead of you? I mean, it's a pretty like good, large painting of Spider-Man. Yeah. I assume that's the joke, is that the spider's coming down to bite him, and that's why Heathcliff's painted Spider-Man, but, you know, who's to say? Yeah. There's, like, a lot of, like, here's a character from a different, uh, like, property in some of these. Like, I just passed one that had the Tasmanian Devil in it. Oh! Good old Taz. The Tasmanian Devil used to be, like, my favorite character when I watched Looney Tunes. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know why. But he was. I just really like this. The way you just spend and cause chaos, you know. I don't know. I can't tell you what young me's thoughts were. I barely know what present me's thoughts are. I don't know if I have a favorite Looney Tune. Oh. (laughs) Huh. I really enjoy that he brought the cat to school to say this. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, hmm, I don't know how I feel about this one. Alright. Uh, if you would like to describe it for the people at home. Huh. Well, okay, so we're at a vet's office. You can tell because the door says vet and there's a certificate that says vet. The veterinarian is talking to this old lady. I assume maybe she's one of Heathcliff's owner. Uh, and Heathcliff is currently kissing a human woman. Who is probably here to for her dog. Because there's a dog on a leash. Uh, it's very weird. And it says his medication may produce peculiar side effects. Hmm. <laughs> I don't like the fact that this cat is kissing this human woman. <laughs> no, it's not very... It's not a good thing to have happening. <laughs> no. We got more topical Heathcliff humor. Once again, this man is pulling his mask down to talk. 
She should not. I understand why they do it for the purpose of the comic, because yes. every one of the Heathcliff comics has, like, a person in the comic with their mouth open so you know who's talking. Yeah, that makes sense. Because it doesn't do speech bubbles, it just does, here's the panel and then the words underneath it. Very true. Uh, but it's Heathcliff wearing a face mask and also a helmet that says mask. <laughs> I don't know, I think you should wear the helmet that says mask. Let people know. Wear a mask. Would you wear these helmets that Heathcliff has? I would love to have just like a football helmet without the face mask. They just had words on it. Which words would you put on your... I don't know. (laughs) Uh, So here's one set in front of the famous Heathcliff pink meat store. That's in a lot of these. Yes. Uh, and Heathcliff, dressed in a superhero costume, or a super costume of some variety, with the word meat written on it, uh, with the text underneath, not sure if he's a hero or villain. <laughs> he kind of looks like he's Batman, like, but like Meat Man. He's not a bat. The shirt says meat. Maybe it's because the cat ears just make me think of, like, the bat ears on Batman. Mm-hmm. Alright, this is the last one for me to pull up on on the air. Best sure, probably not the last one that I, I will see. You know what? You're right. It's not a violation. Yes, uh, there's a sign that says, do not fear the feed the bears. And so Heathcliff is sitting on a log with a bear, cracking open a cold one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> cracking open a cold one with bears. Uh-huh. I also did misread the sign as do not feed the, uh, do not feel the bears. <laughs> I didn't realize Heathcliff was a, of a legal drinking age. How old would a cat have to be? Like, you shouldn't feed alcohol to a cat, but like, cat years. How would, how old is know. it? It's like, one year is like, what, seven years? <laughs> Sorry, I, I lied. I did find a funny one. I can't help it. I'm on this page and I just want to click the button that shows me a new Heathcliff. Who can blame you? (laughs) I don't even get the joke of this one, right? (laughs) It's just Heathcliff sitting on a lawn next to a a sign that just says, My dude. And these two birds on the sidewalk staring at him. One of them (laughs) saying, It's a trap. Alright, I'm closing the tab. Alright. We should probably do some plugs. Alright, uh, what about the show? Tell me about the show. Ah, yes. If you want to contact the show to tell us what other comics we should look at, maybe, uh, you can find us at Pod Engaged on Twitter. And if you want to talk to me, Charlie, you can find me at Magical underscore Pride, where I talk about things. It changes every day. Maybe not every day. I don't know. I never know what to say about my Twitter. And if you want to hear more of my voice, you can go listen to Otherware at OtherwarePod, where I play Phantom the Nomad. Or you can go listen to Tabletop Roulette at uh, TTRPG Roulette, where I was in the Rememberics episodes back in October. Or you could even go listen to Apex City, where I played Stellar the Star in Apex City Hindsight Bronze Age. Oh, I just go listen to Apex City anyways, because it's very good. And you can also eventually hear me do my other podcast, Lovecore Gaming, at Lovecore Gaming on Twitter, 
where I talk about the OMS systems with guests. And that's everything I do currently. I can't think of anything else. Yes, that's everything. Take it away, Cassidy. You can find me on Twitter at MadLobotanist. That's spelled M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. I am on there, and I do tweet. You do tweet. Uh-huh. That's a fact. I, I don't know what I would be tweeting about in the future or now. Um, but you can also find all of the other stuff that I do, such as other podcasts and podcasts I've guested on, over at madlobotanist.neocities.org. That's spelled the same as the Twitter handle, .neocities.org. That's it. That's the episode. So until next time, we need your help, Meepo. Uh, nothing can stop the garbage ape. <laughs> Alternate ending choice for me is po 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 po